up on Hope Alive with Reverend S.C. Matebula. When God interrupts your plan, you must never be offended. You must never get cross. It is because God, he is always up to something when he interrupts your plan. Look at the person next to you and say it is okay for God to interrupt your plan. This is S.C. Matebula, Pastor of Hope Restoration Ministries. Ah, oh, we thank God for another day where we're going to feast together in the presence of the Lord. I pray as you sit back and enjoy this one, I want to promise you, your life will never be the same. Sit back and be changed forever. Recently, I saw someone posting you know, social media, it was like a future life summary, you know, of, of their lives. They probably have seen this. Somebody says, you know, by age 22, I will have my degree. And uh, they will put, you know, the sign of somebody who's, a photo of somebody who's graduating. And they'll say, by age 25, I want to be married. There will be another picture, age 30. And then they go, I want a house and two children. And then that is the picture. And then they go on and say, it's age 35. And then they say, my life uh, should look like this. You know, and I think this sounds familiar with most of you. Am I right, Basalwan? Is this thing sound familiar? And um, it is the plans that we have. And we even put some age, you know, and the time limit. Lord, if I turn 40, this is what I want to become and all that. And when I was praying, you know, tonight, and the Lord gave me this message to help somebody. And I've entitled my message tonight, When God Interrupts Your Plan. What do you do when you have everything set in place? Zonke zindu ibegile zlangene enamafotho akhona age 25 age 35 and all these things and the question is what do you do when God interrupts your plans? People they don't want their plans to be interrupted. By nature, people, they don't want to be interrupted. They get offended. They get disturbed. Because we love our comfort zone. We love planning things and say, you know, this year, my diary will look like this in January. You know, in February, it must look like this. You know, in June, it must look like this. When something comes in between, you feel, I don't want this because I had everything in order. This is how I have planned things, you know, in my life. But here is the statement, when God interrupts your plan, what do you do? When God interrupts your plan. I saw this this morning. You know, this morning I saw some worship leaders getting frustrated. When I came in, I said, you know what? Move that song. I said, move that song. Somebody said, we've practiced this song. We've practiced this song. But I felt the Lord said, let's move it. I felt the Lord says, let's move it and let's put something else. And the question is, why?
do you want to put something else and not this? I don't know. But I felt the Lord wanted us to interrupt that or the Lord wanted to interrupt our plan so that he can, you know, achieve his own plans or so that his plan can go ahead. We had an agreement, Nyamboze, when, when Jim, you know, to come and minister, and then to Tembisa, I said, we're going to do three services, and then in the middle of the first service, you know, something said, you know what, bring Jim around for the third service. And he did not prepare for the third service. It sounds like this pastor is just, you know, playing around. We agreed that oh, Pastor Jim will be in Tembisa. You remember yesterday? And I called in the middle of the service, you know, second service. I said, listen, he's not going to minister, you know, for the third service. Bring Pastor Jim back. We want him here, not to minister, but actually to, to support his pastor, who is Pastor Jimmy. But thank God you just said, Mfundisi, it is okay. It is okay. I can prepare something for the third service if this is what God wants us to do. It is okay. Where's Sebo? He's not, he's not even aware. You know why you're here? You know why they're making a noise? You don't know. The Lord is about to interrupt your plans. I've got a message for you. I thought I would speak to you on the side. I did not even speak to my wife. Pastor Jim, you were there. He says he wants you to come to America. I, I don't know. that is studying. I don't know what are your plans, but you were standing here, you were worshiping God, you were doing your business, and everything was just going well. Now he says to me, listen to this, he says I wouldn't mind to employ him whatever he wants to study, let him come and study that, and I will employ him as a worship leader. How do you explain that? When God interrupts your plan, you must never be offended. You must never get cross. It is because God, he is always up to something when he interrupts your plan. Look at the person next to you and say it is okay for God to interrupt your plan. Go sit. Go, go, go. Come on, give God a big hand of praise. You may be seated, you may be seated. Now, when God interrupts your plan, and don't get me wrong, Bazalwan, having a plan, it's a great thing. We all have to plan. We all have to plan. But I have learned over the years that you must always make a room for God to interrupt your plan. As much as you have planned things, you must always give God a room and say, Lord, let your will be done. 
this is what I wanted to do. This is what I wanted to achieve. But if you think this is what I need for my life, let your will be done. By the way, there are people in the scripture, you know, we're interrupted by God. They were interrupted by God. I'm thinking of Joseph tonight. You know, Joseph was interrupted by destiny. And the destiny placed him in Egypt. It was God who interrupted him. As much as he had a dream, but destiny came and interrupted him. And he found himself in Egypt. He didn't want to go to Egypt, but that is where he became, you know, a prince. That is where he became a prime minister because God interrupted his plans. It may never make sense at that time. But listen to me, God is always up to something. You know, I'm thinking of Moses. Moses, the Bible says, was tending the flock of Jethro. But he was also interrupted, you know, by destiny. And you know what happened? He became a leader of millions. He became a leader of millions because God interrupted him. It is okay to plan, but I realize over the years you must always give God a room to interrupt your plan because he's always up to something. What about Gideon? Gideon, you know, who was hiding in the wine press, minding his own business, minding his own business, but God showed up, interrupted him, and say, you know what, I've got a plan. I know you are busy doing your business, but just give me a room to do something about your life. The list goes on and on. What about Jonah? What about Jonah? You know, who was also living a normal life, but God interrupted him. Even when he wanted to go to Nineveh, God said, you know what, this is the direction. Even when he was trying to run away, God sent, you know, a whale to swallow him, interrupted his plans again, you know, so that today we can even have a book of Jonah, we can read about Jonah. I know that at that time when you are interrupted, it's so painful and disappointing. But God, he is always up to something. You know, I've learned, Basalwan, to, to thank God for the no answer in my life. We always think the answer from the Lord, it will be yes. But I have learned to say thank you, Lord, for those prayers that you did not answer. It never made sense. Do you know what I'm talking about? Some of you, you know. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You, you, just last week, you know, you, you, you met this person that you were dating 15 years ago. And you know, because you begin to thank God and say, Baba Nyabonga. Ah, somebody, 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 they know what I'm talking about. You, you begin to thank God. Oh, Jesus, thank you, thank you that I did not marry that person. But here is this beautiful story tonight that I, I love about Mary, the mother of Jesus. Mary, the mother of Jesus was living a quiet life, engaged to Joseph, when God interrupted her plans by sending the angel. Listen to what the scripture says in the book of Luke chapter 1. A beautiful story. In verse 26, the Bible says, In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, 
a village in Galilee. Can you, can you imagine? She was right in the village. In the village. Yes, somebody in the village minding her own business. This woman minding her own business. In the village, not even in the city. To the city, but it goes right into the village to a young girl. Are you with me? And then the Bible says to a virgin, you know, named Mary. You know, she was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph. We are born that things were in order here. She lived a good life and then now she was engaged and already she was preparing herself, you know, to be married to this man. The Bible says Joseph, you know, that, I mean, she was in the will of God, a descendant of, of David. She lived right. She engaged. She's following things. She's in the right way. She's in the will of God. And now she's engaged to a right man. You know, and then Joseph, the Bible says he was the descendant of, of, of King David. And from nowhere, Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. My goodness me. God comes to your life. He says, favored woman. While you are interrupted, but God says, my interruption is favor. I love that. Where now you are calling it an interruption, that God is messing up your plan. And God says, I am not interrupting you, but I am favoring you. This is a favor. You may not understand now. You may not understand why things are happening like this. And then you are so confused, but it's a favor. That is how God greeted her here. She's favored woman. Sometimes I must allow people to leave you so that I can begin to use you. Because if I'm going to try to use you, these people are going to frustrate my plan in your life. Sometimes you must choose. Even when I want to make use of you, somebody must give you a permission so that I can use you. I allow them, you know, to leave you so that I'll be able to allow my purpose, you know, to take part in your life. See God's purpose. To get yourself a copy of this DVD package, Call 011-976-0600 or email media at hrm.org.za. It's a well-known fact that 75% of the world's poorest countries are located in Africa. According to Gallup World, an average person lives on less than a dollar a day. With approximately 140 million orphans in the world, Africa's 52 million make up more than 30% of the entire orphan population. And this makes the situation unbearable to cope on a daily basis. Out of 100 disasters reported worldwide, only 20 occur in Africa. But Africa suffers 60% of all disaster-related deaths. The People Matter Foundation focuses on disaster response and relief projects, which include food parcel distribution, supply of clothing, shoes, blankets for winter warm provision, medical assistance, counseling, 
self-sustainability and life skills to all people, no matter who or where they are. For People Matter Foundation to achieve this vision and mission, we depend solely on the generosity of partners and different donors for support. Please partner with us today and let's impact Africa for the better together. Listen to what verse 29 says. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to, to think what the angel could mean. And the angel said, don't be afraid. The angel told her, for you have found favor. <laughs> I love this. For, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son. And you will name him Jesus. And he will be very great and he will be called the son of the most high. The Lord will give him the throne of his ancestor David. And he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Beautiful story. Interrupted by destiny. Now when you read in the book of Matthew. It goes on and tells us about Joseph. Because sometimes you'll be interrupted. And when you are interrupted, it's not you only who is interrupted. But even those who are attached to your life will be interrupted. Now we find Joseph because he was interrupted. His plans were interrupted. And then we find him trying, you know, he's coming with a plan, you know, to divorce Umeri quietly, you know, in a formal and a decent way because it never made sense that I have engaged you know, to you, and here you are now, you are telling me that you are pregnant. I thought, I thought you are a child of God. I thought, and then you, you are a Christian. Now you come to me, you are telling me that when you are pregnant, and as far as I'm concerned, I don't remember sleeping with you, and you still want me, you know, to be a husband to you. And then this guy, his plans as well were interrupted. Were interrupted. What do you do when God interrupts your plan? That is the question tonight. What do you do when God interrupts your plan? Are you ready? Are you open to God to interrupt your plan? Because he will. He will. And what I've discovered is that when he interrupts your plan, you'll find yourself inconvenienced. That is what happened. With Mary. What interruption does, it brings fear. She was fearful. And not only that, it brings confusion. Interruption also brings delay. Now here is Joseph. Engaged to Mary. She's pregnant. According to, sometimes you need to apply your mind. Everything was in place. But God had to interrupt. Now here's the guy, he has to wait for another nine months. Imagine. And he is nursing a pregnancy which is not his. 
Because God has interrupted him. You know, sometimes we may laugh. We don't know what was happening in the mind of Joseph. Even when they were about to give birth. I mean, the ruler of the day. The ruler of the day. He changes laws. He changes laws without a reason. To say everybody must go and register to his own town. Everybody must go and register to his own town. Now, this woman, she's about to give birth. Now they have to travel to Bethlehem. Highly pregnant. Inconvenience once again. God used an evil man to interrupt their plans again. She's riding a donkey. Fully pregnant. It's not comfortable. They're going to Bethlehem. When God interrupts your plan, it's not going to be easy. Sometimes it will be painful. It will never make sense when God interrupts your plan. You will be confused. But I have learned over the years that when God interrupts you, you must look at that as God's favor. Because God has a bigger plan. Listen what it says in the scripture. Listen what it says because you must learn to see beyond. You must learn to see beyond when God interrupts your plan. In the book of Isaiah 55 verse 8, he says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. When you are confused, you know, in the midst of interruption, listen to me. You must understand that God has a way. God, he is up to something. You may not understand at that particular time, at that point in time, but God says, you know what, I've got the bigger picture. When I born born future. When I want to learn, when I see the end, your problem is that you see only in the beginning. But I am God who is capable not to see the beginning. I am the Alpha and the Omega. I'm the one who created you. But the problem. Alpha and Omega. But it does not reveal what is happening. It does not reveal what is happening. Few things that you need to grasp when your plans are interrupted. Actually, you must see beyond your interruption. Number one, here are things that you, you must see in the midst of your interruption. You must see God. When you are interrupted, Bazalwane, listen to me. See beyond your interruption and see God. And see God. It never made sense to Mary. But God was up to something. And number two, you must see God's favor in your interruption. God is protecting you. This is the favor of God. You don't know the things that God knows about other people. When I hear you are, all that you see, you just see a tall, handsome, you know, a gentleman. And God says, me now, I see beyond that. I see the heart. I don't just look, you know, the physical appearance, but I know what is in the inside of every human being.
Well, I know you were enjoying this one. Unfortunately, our time does not allow us to go any further. But I know there are some numbers right now that are reflecting on the screen. Give us a call and would love to hear from you. May the good God do you good. May the good God transform you and make your life better. Until we see you next time, we love you and thank you for watching. Amen.